it was kind of surreal. I was there just after the earthquake. We have all the aftershocks. And I could see all the chaos and destruction. Why I should continue to live if all this have to happen to me? Bienvenue, or welcome. I'm your host, Leslie Friday. Thank you for listening to Voices of Haiti, a Partners in Health podcast that shares the stories of our Haitian colleagues as they reflect on the January 12, 2010 earthquake. Let me introduce you to an ER doc who's revolutionizing care in Haiti. My name is Philippe Dimitri Enris. I work in Hôpital Saint-Thérèse de Hinch. It's in the central plateau in Haiti. Dr. Dimitri completed his residency at PIH-supported University Hospital in Mirabalay and is among 18 emergency medicine physicians who graduated since the program began in 2013. My father is a doctor and my mom is a nurse. None of them are from Inch, actually. My parents have been working in the Central Plateau for more than 20 years. That's how I ended up being born in Inch. I feel that having the opportunity to go back there and work and the great stuff to help people is part of reconnecting with my roots, with where I came from. And this is really valuable to me. We have a difficult reality in Haiti about healthcare. And it is even more specific to emergency healthcare. Until recently, there's been virtually no no one trained into providing emergency healthcare. In 2010, basically for the 11 million people at the time, there was no formally trained emergency physicians in the country. This episode may be triggering for some listeners as Dr. Dimitri dives into his memories of the first moments following that devastating earthquake. He, like many others you will hear in future episodes, has not shared his story in this way before. The earthquake, when it started, I was in medical school and class. And Université Notre-Dame d'Haïti is in Port-au-Prince. I remember it was my dad <laughs> doing this course because he's all, he was also a professor at the university. And it was 60 of us, around 60 of us students in there with him. And suddenly started shaking. I went to the classroom door where we were. It was on the, on the last level, the upper level of the building. And I could see uh, the whole Bay of Port-au-Prince from where I was. And I could see all the chaos and destruction, uh, all the dust raising from the, the city. All the students, we rapidly take the stairs and went down to the parking uh, lot of the building. And it took us a couple minutes, maybe an hour, to figure out exactly what was happening, what was going on. And I can remember a couple of us, we rapidly gathered and figured out that we, we, we need to do something. Because right behind the university building, there was um, this neighborhood. It's, it's a poor neighborhood, actually. So the constructions were sort of sh- shoddy. And there were, there were a lot of 
wounded people, a lot of dead people. And we just did a couple groups of students. There were some faculties, some professors, and we moved like straight to this neighborhood and we started right away, next hour, to help people right away. Certainly, we, 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 there were these aftershocks. We were scared, afraid, but we knew it was the, the, the right thing to do. We knew that that's what we should be doing at this moment. My dad, he was there, but he had to stay on the parking lot because he had more than 600 students. He was managing at this moment. A lot of streets were blocked and a lot of parents could not reach the university to get their daughters, their sons. And at this point, I remember he, he took me apart he, and he explained to me what was um, going on, what was happening. He was very calm and, and serene. And he told me he, he, he needed to stay there, but he trusts me on um, doing the right things, on being safe and take the right decisions. It was reassuring. Um, I mean, seeing him being calm and like in control of everything, um, it was like he was exuding some 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 feeling of interior peace and and calmness. And this this actually this uplifted me, sort of. And yes, it it, it was really a good thing. And that was it. So I had to go and I knew I had to move forward. What would you have done in that situation? Would you have reacted in the same way? It's estimated that around 300,000 people died from the earthquake alone. Almost 3.5 million people experienced strong to extreme shaking and aftershocks, including the entire population of Port-au-Prince, the city in which Dimitri, his father, and more than 600 students were having class that day. More than 50 hospitals and health centers collapsed as a direct result of the earthquake, as did the National Nursing School, killing all third-year students and instructors in class at the time. Dr. Dimitri knew that if he and his fellow medical students didn't act, few others would be able to. So when all this happened, it was uh, clear clearly evident that there was a lack of not only professional healthcare providers and emergency medicine, but also um, systems and structures available to face this kind of, of huge problem. And 81 aspect of it is the lack of emergency medicine trained physicians and healthcare providers. And another aspect is also the resources available to really address emergency healthcare problems. Dr. Dimitri took this all in, and it influenced how he specialized as a doctor. He was selected among an elite group of doctors who trained in residency programs through Zamila Sante, as Partners in Health is known in Haiti. I've done my residency program in emergency medicine at HOM, in Mirbalet. It's been three years from 2015 to 2018. And now I've been working at Hôpital Saint-Thérèse de Hinch with Zamila Santé since five months now. 
And now there are two trained um, emergency physicians in ASH. We're working alongside with other general practitioners and other nurses. And we're really working to, to change the landscape of emergency healthcare in ASH right now. The emergency room is working 24-7. And step by step, we have started implementing valuable procedures, strategies, to really reach the desired quality of, of healthcare we're providing in the ER. Though 10 years have gone by, Dr. Dimitri has not forgotten how the earthquake and the conversation he had with his father that day had an impact on his life and that of many others moving forward. I figured at some point that I would never want to be in a situation where someone is having an emergency and is turning up to me and I wouldn't be able to, to answer appropriately. I wouldn't be up to the task. I wouldn't be able to face it. I think this event, alongside with other events that happened after this, have played a, a huge role in the person I am today and becoming an emergency physician. Continue to learn and explore more stories about Zami Lasante and PIH by visiting pih.org backslash Haiti. As always, thank you for listening and talk to you again on the next episode.